same old trouble Villains always knocking at the door Pretty pictures on the page But nothing ever stays the same Thank you, Vandello, and welcome once again to Graphically Novel. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fieri, and with me as always, is my Steve, my never ends this way, <laughs> never ends this way too, my my family of me, <laughs> Hits Bear. Wow. Oh. <clears throat> that could have been so much worse. It could have been so much worse. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Oh. He is my cookie. <laughs> yeah, so that makes for the perfect quote that I was going to say is, when you say it, you make it sound all icky and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and with us... Our cookies, <laughs> <laughs> the lovely and talented Miss Jennifer Howland. Thank you very much, Bear. And it's my distinct pleasure to introduce our guests. And this time we have, excuse me, <clears throat> Ken and Regan. We're very excited to have you both with us today for Over the Hedge. Thanks for having us. We're really excited hey. to do this. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Um, so this season we have, uh, in, in addition to me being nice to Bear uh, as a <laughs> Post, which has been creepy all which season. It is. He has decided creepy. it's worse somehow. Uh, we also chose all of our guests instead of just putting kind of our list of these are the things that we're doing. And the two of you came up immediately from Jen. Yep. Uh, when we were talking about Over the Hedge. So I'll let Jen. Well, okay. Number one, I miss you guys. <laughs> We definitely and, miss you guys too. We kind of just miss human interaction at this yeah, point. Yeah, so. it's true. Yeah. But it's especially true. you guys, you know, we're all the kindred spirits and all that stuff. It's been it's been rough not having anybody around and not being able to spend time with people who make us laugh and love the most. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, and you're so only, far, but yet so close. Right. So close. Yeah. You guys are only like <laughs> three blocks. House. Once a week, every day. Same, same. Yeah, we we've only seen you guys once during the pandemic for thirty seconds when we were driving back back past, and I was like, "Hey, we have an extra bottle of rum. Let's go give them rum." (laughs) (laughs) It was well appreciated. I promise you that. Excellent. Well, and that just lets you know you are loved. If he's willing to share his rum. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, and we already knew that. But then as soon as I got that bottle, I'm like, "Damn, they really like us." <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the other reason you the other that. reason is we have loads of friends. We have loads of friends that love many things, but you you two in particular are our kind of our hearts as far as animals are concerned. And um we we've definitely become animal people in many yes. mo- or most people's <laughs> eyes. I think that that meet us probably the zoo at the house is what has done it for most. <laughs> but it's know. also it's also your love of you know you, it's it's not just animals it's you know we, you're willing to take on the animals that other people probably wouldn't and i appreciate that very much <laughs> you're also who we go to when like just recently we've gotten a new dog and we're like oh, oh my god she keeps attacking <laughs> the the 48 pound dog keeps attacking our eight pound dog <laughs> yeah but the, but the key is she's trainable yeah <laughs> Most women are. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, that's you're awesome. You're not wrong. <laughs> that's usually me getting in trouble. Ken, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, one question we ask every one of our guests the first time that they're on is what their history with comic books is. Um, this the, the idea of this show is if you are familiar with a piece of media that came from a graphic novel, we're going to introduce you to the graphic novels. So um, what is your history with comic books? Where'd you start? How did, how did it happen? Where'd you, where did it all come from? Um, I used to read the Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, it's nice. nice. Like the big, thick books, and yeah. you'd get them at the, the book fair in elementary school, and I had all of them. And that's probably, other than like reading the comic strips in the paper, that's, those are the only comic books or the things that I would consider a comic book. I think yeah. I have three of them in my bookshelf right now. Yeah, I, I actually them. think the last time when you were dropping off tomatoes one time, you noticed them in my bookshelf <laughs> and commented <laughs> on them. <laughs> all right, Regan? Um, I really don't have a lot of experience uh, with graphic novels, especially. Um, I always read the the comic strips in the newspaper when I was growing up because my grandpa would grab the newspaper. He'd hand me that that little slice of it. And that was mine. Um, but other than that, I, I haven't experienced a lot of comic strips, comic books, anything like that. Um, but, you know, I've always enjoyed the the uh, dry comedy that has a tendency to come out of it. So, yeah. well, and that's perfect because as Jen mentioned today was over the is over the hedge which was an animated movie that came out uh 2009 2008 um, uh, 2006 2006 yeah. was it 2006 yep. damn uh I know I saw it in the theater uh <laughs> But uh, it is based off of a comic strip. And this is the first time we will actually be doing a show uh, for a comic strip um, until the season finale of this season where we'll be doing The Addams Family. Can, can we was... say that? Because didn't did did Archie originally start in a, in a comic strip? Because we did that back in like season one. I don't know that Archie started in a comic strip, but we haven't done like... We weren't doing as much research then as we're doing now. Also <laughs> true. Also very true. Uh, no, because we also haven't done like Dick Tracy started in That's the true. comic yep. strip, yeah. um, you know, those kind of things. But a lot of people, their, <laughs> their <laughs> introduction to the idea of graphic novels or comics in general is the, the either the everyday funnies or especially the Sunday funnies, which were in color. Um, and Calvin Hobbes is a great example of that. Right. Um, you know, the, what, what do you have? I brought stuff for the episode. What did you bring? Oh, no. brought stuff for the episode. Did you bring a little red wagon? Uh, no, I, I, that was going to be a little bit much. I brought it in a little black bag, though. Oh, okay. Chex mix. So, like Chex mix. Oh, so you no. brought junk. I, I, got, I brought. I brought. I got cookies. 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 I got cookies. <laughs> oh my god. I got jerky. Oh my god. And I, I got the spuddies. Oh my god, he got the spuddies. He's the brought, snack man. Got the spuddy. Got this is just right for this there. episode. We don't normally feed no. Josh snacks on the episode because he, he dies. He dies. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 and nuts. nuts. Oh nuts. yeah, I can't have any. You nuts. can't have nuts. nuts. He'll, he'll die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there was I'll an episode, the the Joker episode that we were doing where we had nuts on the table and a nut skin got caught in my throat and I almost died on it. A um, nut skin got caught in your throat, huh? Yes, yeah. it, it wasn't mine. Uh -huh. It wasn't mine, I swear. Wasn't mine either. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean we need to call you RJ? I mean, if you want. Either that or whatever. What was the bear's name again? Vern. The, uh, there you go, Vern. The turtle? No, 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 no. that's the turtle. Sorry. Turtle was Vern. Um, the Vincent bear. was the bear. The, the Vincent, there you go. Vincent. Yeah. Nick Nolte. Vincent, yeah. Also, All right. can we... I, I will not have full mouth and crunching throughout okay. this episode. No? So, <laughs> I think that brings us into this fucking all-star cast. How the fuck? <laughs> 
did they get all of these people on this this ridiculous movie? Seriously. Well, after reading through a bit of the comics, it doesn't really surprise me all that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steve Carell, of course. Why why mm-hmm. would he turn this down? It's an opportunity right. for a lot of humor that really suits him. So I I, I think that uh, that um it was probably something to be sought after for some of them, at least. Right. No, absolutely. And there were a lot of people that turned down this movie. Like, uh, Adam Sandler was originally going to be RJ. Really? Yeah. Um, there was a ton of... But yeah, let's... Uh, just for, for people who... You want me to run through the which, cast? Yeah, run through okay. the cast. So RJ, Bruce Willis... Uh, Vern, Gary Shandling, Hammy was Steve Carell, Stella was Wanda Sykes, Ozzy was William Shatner, Vincent, as we mentioned, was Nick Nolte, uh, Dwayne was Thomas Hayden Church, yep. uh, Allison Janney was Gladys, Eugene Levy was Lou, Catherine O'Hara was Penny, Avril Levine was <laughs> Heather, um, and then it kind of gets into people that I don't really know, so Omid Dajlili was Tiger. Sammy Kirkpatrick was Bucky, hmm. child actor. So the person that did um, the Persian cat, um, which you just brought up, is a Persian actor. Oh, That's nice. the the kind That's of the nice. icing on the cake uh, there. Pretty awesome that they didn't just go the Abu route and have, you know, some white guy do the voice. They actually found a Persian actor. That's, uh, you know, Brian Stepanek was n- right. Nugget, the, Nugget the dog. What's that? Brian Stepanek. I don't know who that is. Was the dog. Okay. I don't know who Brian Stepanek is. I know who the dog uh, is. I'm um, trying to think of stuff that he's in. I mean, I remember seeing him on kids shows. He was on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, yep. He was uh, uh, on Young Sheldon, Green Book, oh, The Loud see. House. Yeah, lots of NCIS, but yeah, lots of kids shows. Yeah. Which kind of pegs me as a mom, I guess. <laughs> so, well. <laughs> yeah, and there was, I mean, there there were a ton of people, but <laughs> the thing that kills me watching it again is um, I am a huge fan of a little known shitty movie called Hudson Hawk. <laughs> and, and Bruce How Willis. How dare you? Bruce Willis How stars in Hudson Hawk. Shitty. And there are parts with a golf bag and a pocket fisherman, of which RJ uses throughout all of Over the Hedge. So I have to feel like the people that did Over the Hedge, once they knew they had Bruce Willis, were like, okay, it's going to be a spiritual successor. Okay, so now since we were just watching the movie Sins about Over the Hedge, I, yeah. I kind of want to tell the movie Sins guy that he, he needs to do more research before he starts saying what is and is, is not a sin. No, well, okay. I... I Sat in on a uh, at a at a C two E two with the the Cinema Sins guys, and they when they write stuff, mm-hmm. like half of it is just to be funny, and half of it is actual sins. Oh, understandable. But I'm just like I just watched them go through like, and I wasn't really I was only half paying attention, but they went through like eight sins about a golf bag and and the the, the what, what what did you just call it the the pocket fisherman yeah, the pocket fisherman. And never, never once mentioned Hudson Hawk. So there's a movie sin on their part. Ding. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Not mentioning Hudson Hawk. That's a sin. We're going to keep opening (laughs) stuff so we make less noise lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also a lot of crunchy stuff. So are these soft cookies? No. They're crunchy cookies. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. We should have left a package on your on your right uh, front porch. It, this was kind of a last minute surprise. I totally didn't even think about it, and I didn't realize you guys were that close. So otherwise, I would have <laughs> totally dropped stuff on you. There are enough snacks in this house, probably to feed an army. We so went to Costco. it's fine. Nice. Well, and also you can tell that Bear does not do the editing for these shows, right? He's like, Look at all the crunchy, all the crunchy shit. shit. No, I actually bought it all because I knew that would bug the fuck out of him later. <laughs> <laughs> like Chex Mix, peanut, or sorry, cashews, crunchy cookies. Ooh. The only thing that's like you might not notice that we're chewing on is the bag of jerky. Whoops. Yep. Yeah, that is it literally the only thing. He just likes crunchy things. I mean, I, I normally do, not when I'm recording. <laughs> um, so the first person that they wanted for Vern, mm -hmm. the turtle, was Gene Wilder. Oh, yeah. And they oh. said, yeah, who had already started to do his, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sitting in my house and I'm not doing anything. Um, but the, the originally they wanted uh, Bill Murray and Harold Ramey for RJ and Bert. Oh my God, that would have been hysterical. It would have absolutely got a lot of memory. Yeah, apparently this whole thing kind of got passed around Hollywood um, for a while. With how successful it ended up being, it's kind of surprising to me that people turned it down, especially because it was like, if they were presented with with what was written, the, the script and all the dialogue, well, like that, it, it just surprises me that people would turn that up or turn that down because- Was it a DreamWorks production? It was, yeah. Okay, it, so it wasn't, it was a big label. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was in fact the only DreamWorks production uh, to be based on a comic strip at that point. Really? Huh. Mm -hmm. Well, and the comic was actually in the late 90s, super popular. It was one of the... Um, See, that's weird because apparently I just never read the paper in yeah. the late 90s yeah, or in the 90s at all because yeah. I had never heard of this before the movie came but out. But it yeah. very distinctly reminded me of everything Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. yeah. So it must have been something competitive with them. Yeah. Well, you know that they were saying that they were adroit in what they were saying because my dad used to clip it out and mail it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so we looked at uh, basically on the web, you can find a bunch of different uh, comic strips of Over the Hedge. Um, the one that I've had since the movie came out was apparently the one that was available at the time to get as a book. And that's mm -hmm. Stuffed Animals, which I think is the fourth volume. But in this, I mean, like, Vern gets addicted to catnip in one of the stories <laughs> that they go through. And they deal with um, RJ being addicted to uh, reality TV mm -hmm. in, like, a big storyline in this. And, I mean, it, it's a lot of making fun of humanity. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I was actually really entertained by the dating one, being a single guy trying to date during the time of COVID. I'm just <laughs> like, this is actually very funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were they were just you know making 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 fun of and and pointing out the foibles of popular culture. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, Still wanting to be part of it though, as animals, which is so entertaining to me. Just the mm -hmm. thought of of animals themselves living so similarly to us. Or like I read through a little bit of them and one of the comics was um, of the uh, the animals using mind control basically on humans. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. he, they were like whispering in his ear at night about ho-hos and ding-dongs and about how there was a sale at the grocery store. And then all of a sudden his, the wife or the husband comes home with a bunch of ho-hos and ding-dongs and, and the wife gets pissed and throws them all out. And then these animals have this like treasure 
trove of hundreds <laughs> of packages of hostess cakes. And that just tickles me. They're like, you know, they, they make fun of it in, in such a lighthearted way, but then they also so badly like have, or so quickly have like taken up all of the, the little things that honestly we do to each other or that others do to us. So it's, it, that one tickled me. A couple of the political ones tickled me, but that one especially, I think, got me. Well, and that one, that specific uh, uh, comic, uh, I was really amused with because around, so my brother is three years younger than I am. And uh, around the time that both of us like were working, like not working, working, but like high school jobs, but you have your own money. Mm-hmm. Um, we discovered the hostess shops that were much more prolific at that time and they would have like snack cakes for like 20 cents a snack cake and you would go in and hand them five dollars and like walk out we used to call it bag of cake like we would show up places and be like bag of cake (laughs) (laughs) you know because we had you know 20 different different snacks in a bag so i want to do a bag of popcorn well a bag of popcorn is a little a little different story that's that's drinking during a movie in the theater and signing the bottle afterwards yeah uh (laughs) well the the company closed down that's why they went away but right. um i remember again mom card um when my my babies were smaller um they were also not just snack cakes but like bread and mm-hmm. like yeah oh, you know, stuff you needed every day and the you know really is there nice... still one down on sixth street here in town in, in no. cedar rapids there used to be yeah there used to be a hostess store down there well, it was hostess a went out of business yeah. well yeah. i mean but it, it had yeah. miscellaneous other things there too yeah. right still, yeah. Yeah. yeah same with over next to marion mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah it was it was definitely a good place to get cheap food <laughs> Processed snack food material? No, no, bread. Like things you needed to eat every day. (laughs) Like a tiny little drugstore that has all of the things that you don't remember at the grocery store. So you have to walk to the the corner store and grab a loaf of bread or a gallon of milk or what have you. Exactly. In the town I grew up in. But um, I remember like being young and being able to go and buy like a couple dollars worth of bubble gum. For some Mm. reason, that was my thing. I like, I, I, I like to snacks and stuff like that. But bubblicious, the double bubble, yeah. all that stuff. And it was so cheap. And I think about that every day. Like, I can't go to the store and get just a single piece of bubble gum anymore. If I wanted right. to do that, I have to go to a little candy shop that's, I don't know, like niche in like uh, Illinois or some shit Charges like that. You by the so, pound, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, there is the one, if you're looking for one, there is a candy store down on, uh, what is it? Second Street and Third Avenue, right right on the corner where the it's Paramount near the is. the Paramount, yeah. That's further down. Yeah. It's, like, it's next door to the Paramount. No, it is literally like on the corner yeah. with the Paramount. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a little niche Used to be a family store. farmer. Yep. Yeah. And they have huh. all kinds of great little candy in there. So if you're looking, you, you know. That's good to know. Do they have moon cakes? Mm-hmm. They yeah. do? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It was the only place in Cedar Rapids I found moon cakes. The only other place was in Waterloo. I have, The last time I got a moon cake was when I think we were in like Chicago or something and we went to a little candy shop and I saw moon cakes and I bought like 10 of them because right? I haven't seen them in so long. I think I ate them in a couple of days though. So a marshmallow tree. Yeah. Yes. Like cookie and then marshmallow in the middle and then it covered yeah. in chocolate or you could get yeah. the ones that were like covered in like butterscotch or something. And banana. And banana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Diabetes in a bag. I don't know what you're talking yes. about at all. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, 
when we go and visit Jen's uh, family down in Arkansas, the first time I see a Jack in the Box, I am pulling off of the highway. Yeah, the need... kids, the kids are like, "Oh, crack taco, crack tacos, <laughs> two for a dollar, crack tacos." Did I tell you about when I went down to try and get my superpowers? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I had I had an order from people at work. They're like, "There's a Jack in the Box in that town. You're you're gonna go there. Just bring us like a bag full." Of... And they they handed me like fifty bucks, and we're like, "We just want Jack in the Box tacos." Yep. And I tried some while I was there, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm having them fresh, and I'm, I, I just you had to be did you have poor. Them, did you have and them? disenfranchised wait, wait, wait. at the right time in your life? But did you just have the taco, or did you have them fry them? Oh, they were, yeah, they were fried. Okay, right, because they so were they fried the taco the whole. Yeah, time. so they, so yes, they, they make the taco. I'll let, I'll let him. And explain. then they <laughs> dip the taco in the fryer grease, and then with they wrap the, it with with all the toppings and everything. Yes, with all the toppings and everything, lettuce and everything. Oh my god. I don't know, man. I don't. I, you know, I'm super intrigued, though. Like, if 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 I if we drove past a uh, Jack in the Box, I would probably stop and be like, "They have fried tacos. I have to try one because that that for some reason just sounds oddly delightful." Uh I, I, I had to try it while I was there. It just, it, it did not appeal to me, but it, it, like they paid me good money to, to bring them back tacos. You gotta bring them fried tacos, absolutely. That's right. And that, they were day old fried tacos and they gross. were still like, this is awesome. Yep. Gross. You know, oh, dude, but we, I, fuck, I did that with White Castle when we were oh, driving yeah. back from, oh. oh God, I think it was Missouri. We, my dad and I went down to Missouri and we were, we, was it was it Minnesota? Minnesota? We went to Minnesota and we were driving back and my dad, he always got these from like the grocery store. They were White Castle burgers mm -hmm. that you could like put in the oven and, yeah. and heat up. And yeah. we had them every once in a while just when my dad didn't feel like fucking like cooking or whatever. But um, we stopped at White Castle and my dad and it was only because of those stupid movies. What was it? Um, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, <laughs> And um, I remember stopping and like eating the food and being like, this is like artery clogging shit. <laughs> yeah. It was. It's so bad. Now, oh, when no, he man, ordered, when he got it for you, did it come in a briefcase? <laughs> no. no. In a crave case. Because they call it a crave case. It's a box. It is 25 handle. sliders that come no, in. No, it was 30. Just remember the You're line? Right. Remember the line you said yes. to Micah? You're like, oh my God. Mike was like crying. I, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be eating this. Shut up and eat your 30 pieces of slider. Dude, <laughs> that is, that's astounding. Cause we had, I think like we each got our own like meal or whatever. And they came with like three or four sliders a piece or something. Um, but thinking about eating 30 of those, that, that makes my heart hurt just a little bit and not because so, it makes me sad because like I could feel my arteries clogging as I was yeah, eating no, it. Yeah, no, seriously. It's called the Crave <laughs> Case and they still look at you weird when you order it. Like they're like, are you serious? <laughs> are so you we, sure you want to do that? Yeah, we've got, we've got three. <laughs> you obviously were not in Illinois. I'm sorry, we had four, four people, 30 something <laughs> dudes in a minivan at one o'clock in the morning. At one o'clock in the morning. The proper time. Yes. Driving back to Iowa from the Twin Cities. From an amp guard event. And Micah was like, no, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing this. And then he says, what did he, he say? He said, if for one reason or another, because he wasn't feeling well and he was in the back of the car. Yeah, he wasn't driving. Drive. It was his car. He said, we have to stop for gas. If for some reason we see a White Castle, we happen to drive past it between here and there. On will, the way to gas. I will pay for it. And so I purposefully waited for an exit where I saw a White Castle sign. <laughs> <laughs> and we went and I was like, oh, you got to pay for it. And four dudes, one of which who was not feeling well, in a car driving down the highway, killed 30 sliders in five minutes. Uh, was it five? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah no, because we decided to time it. And then you had to be in the car together for <laughs> four hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, four hours was the right amount of time, though, because it really didn't affect us. Yeah, because everybody, like, everybody fell asleep, so everybody's right. metabolism slowed down. Uh -huh. and it was just me and Josh trying to jam out to Imagine Dragons to keep ourselves awake. It wasn't awake. Imagine Dragons. I, I would drag. I, I, can, I can deal with Imagine Dragons. It was horrible. Well, it was, it, was. it was all the rest of the awful country, but we kept flipping through it to get to the Imagine Dragons that he had on the playlist. Yeah, I, I remember White Castle when I was young, young, very young, as being a staple because you could get a, you could get a single burger for like 20 cents. I'm sure you still could if you asked. So, uh, yeah. So growing up, what were you, what was your uh, disgusting fast food? My disgusting yeah, fast we're, food? For talking, because uh, I can tell you, if we're following the over the hedge theme, <laughs> every morning I would stop at QT and I would get a two liter of Mountain Dew and I would get the bomb taco or uh, burrito, the red hot, like super long burrito. Uh -huh. That was my breakfast every day in high school. And see, I didn't have, like, I grew up in a rural area. Like, I had yeah. to drive 20 miles, you know, from, like, from, what was it, 7th grade on? Had to drive 20 miles to go to school. And the town that I went to middle school and high school in was only a town of about 2,500 to 3,000 people. So, like, usually, like, we, we would you know, always have big stocks of groceries at home, obviously. And like breakfast for me was like a, a can of Coke and a Snickers bar. And as soon as I was out of sight of the yard, it was usually a cigarette, you know, driving into school in the morning. So I didn't have real serious, like fast food, junk food around until I got to college. And then it was stuff here. And I, it was exactly that. It was it was da bomb burrito. It was, yeah. I, I fell in love in college with gas station hot dogs, like nobody's business. <laughs> like, and I, I grew was... up eating Casey's freaking Casey's. pizza, breakfast right? pizza. Yeah. And like before, before I even was introduced to Casey's breakfast pizza, we had, um, um, R and R is what it was called in in the town that I grew up in, Central City. Um, it was just like a small gas station that I know that they were trying to mimic a lot of the surrounding gas stations, but they had some of the best freaking breakfast pizza or like pizza itself. Um, and now thinking about it, I'm like, it probably wasn't that good. I was just like, you know, right. we, we were kind of like a uh, uh, bear. Like we didn't, we, if we had groceries, mom was like, we have groceries, yeah. but every once in a while in a blue moon, we'd get this breakfast pizza from R and R. And I was like, this is the shit. And then and I found see, Casey's and it was our, cheaper. And I'm our like, our gas station stuff fun. was called hot stuff pizza. I don't know if anybody oh, else had yeah. hot yeah, stuff pizza. Hot yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's what we had. Well, my, my morning routine was i know this will shock you but um it was black coffee mm -hmm. and a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> i had to drop my sister off um but once i dropped her off at the elementary school i would light a cigarette and i had my i and this was you know before to-go cups were kind of a thing so i had a mug of coffee <laughs> driving a stick shift <laughs> oh no so i remember like, when cigarettes could substitute for food <laughs> exactly like when i was when i was driving to school it was literally like because neither of my two uh siblings that were younger than me cared it was me driving the two of them to school um and i am 
literally like a can of Coke in one hand, a Snickers bar in the other hand, driving a, a three speed manual on the tree mm-hmm. to wow. school. That and would have been a little bit easier. Than it, actually, it was been on yeah, the floor. Yeah, it was yeah. much easier. Um, and, but then I was lighting my cigarettes with a match with still had everything in my hands. Yeah. Like that was that was the stupid shit that I used to do. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would do that kind of but talking about no food. And this wasn't because I w- didn't want to eat because I love to eat. I always have. But when I was in high school, I was so busy doing things like I would drink like my coffee I'd have my coffee on the way to school I only drank one cup of coffee when I was in high school it's amazing Um, (laughs) I had my coffee one cup but it's like this no it was just a mug I'd have one cup of coffee and a cigarette. I'd drop my sister off at school. I would um, douse myself in like Windsong or some other lame ass perfume to cover the smoke. The theater made a perfume? No, that was Bod. Yeah. Anyway. Remember remember the commercials? (laughs) And then lunch was we had open campus. So you could oh, you go where, so wherever you wanted to. But I was always so busy doing stuff, whatever. Um, and so lunch, and the, again, I'm, I'm aging myself. Diet Coke was a new thing. And I was fucking addicted to Diet Coke. Mm. So I always had a Diet Coke at lunch, if not two. And then um, a lot of times lunch was a Diet Coke and a candy bar. It's so sick. <laughs> it's so sick. trying to live off of, now live off of what we lived off of when we were young oh well, god, i feel no. like i would die i yeah. mean think right. about it not only not only yeah. was i not eat, but i would have like a full dinner like i we would have dinner as a family mm-hmm. but i the metabolism of a, a 17 year old and the the amount of calories i was taking in it was no wonder like one of my boyfriends said that i look like a toothpick with two two grapefruits <laughs> i was so thin it was ridiculous i was never thin unfortunately i've always been well endowed in every area of my body um but um at one point i was more fit than i am now and thinking about that like i i still ate pretty decently but i, I just ate more sugar and more yeah. shit than I yeah. do now, um, just not as often because I also was re- was really busy when I was in high school. I remember like I I lived a half an hour away from school when I was in high school, so I was like um, I'd get home at eleven thirty after work, and then I'd have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go to band practice and all this other right. stuff. Oh, um, but I, like, I'm, I'm there with you, sister. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you're there in the you're morning there. drinking yeah, a monster and that's yep. all you have until yep. like 1130. Yep. And then you have what the school was. Well, I, we didn't have open campus or anything, but what the school offered was, you know, mostly shit food. So I'd end up eating like a slice of pizza, hut pizza and some carrots. And that was it. And, yeah. you know, and then half the time I didn't eat dinner because I was at school practicing or doing something or yeah, other. So like, not only did I you have banned been, be- by all means, but not only yeah. did you have banned before school, you had banned after school too. Right. Uh, band after school I had choir uh, speech um, yep. show choir like yeah. any yep. anything that was arts related that I could find I was part of which <laughs> in hindsight probably wasn't always the best idea um, but I always had a good time um, right. it just like I like I and I still do it to myself to this day like we we still burn ourselves out and are busy as we could possibly be and I'm like you'd think I would have learned after what 15 years of doing this no no, no. it never well, I have news for you. 
it doesn't end ever. <laughs> and, and you know, I've just come to terms yeah, you're with not that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I'm speaking from experience. It's once you have established that as, as how you do things in your life. You're not allowed. Once you finish your master's degree, you're not allowed to take any more school for at least five years. Five years. Five years. Five years. Five years. You need a fucking Don't break. Don't put any chains on her brain. That's. That's that's a lot of time. You, you need I a can, fucking break. You've been, <laughs> I can take a break. I, I'm getting a break. I all summer I have off. <laughs> I have like uh, two months off. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I could not eat the stuff that teenage me ate because teenage me did not know what diverticulitis was. Forty-year-old <laughs> <laughs> me is very well acquainted with it. So yeah. 40-year-old me looks at at 20-year-old me and goes, listen, all this carbonated shit you're drinking now is going to kill you. Yeah, no (laughs) shit. 20 years from now, you're going to be like walking around with a box of baking soda oh. everywhere going, oh no, I don't know if I can have that. It's <laughs> Oh no, it's way, mistakes it's, it's, car- it's carbonated, yeah. <laughs> so to uh, pull us kicking and screaming back to over the head. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that far off though. No, no I, it's I, true. I, I We've been we're talking, all like a I bunch think... of little like you yeah. know rodents running around. Just <laughs> we're all trying to get a nut, right? That's true. Or a cookie. A cookie. Yeah. There's cookies in front of you. That's true. Uh, they are crunchy. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> listen, I was going to bring energy drinks, but I figured no. that would be way too much for as late as night as this. No, because I absolutely recorded. like I, I I was absolutely hammy in high school where I could not have energy drinks. Like I had my Mountain Dew, and that was about it. Because uh-huh. my God, growing up ADHD, yeehaw. Yeah, energy drinks weren't a thing when I was younger, and when they came around, I tried one, and I was like, "That's disgusting. I don't you make need your that. heart hurt." Give Give yeah. me coffee. I, I'm the old first, school. Just give me coffee. The first energy drink I remember was called NOS. Okay. Yep. It was called fucking NOS. It's yeah. still around. It, it is. Tasted, yeah. It, but it, it tasted like shit. It was awful. It tastes and like pixie like, sticks. Oh, I've thought it tasted like pixie sticks and something else. Like there had to have been cocaine or some shit in that because <laughs> it was not good. And I remember drinking one once because I was young and everybody else was drinking them. So they offered me one and I was like, sure, let's drink one. And I had never really had anything like that before. So I was really ready to go and like one o'clock in the morning rolls around and I'm like I can't turn this off what the fuck is going on <laughs> so, but now now I could drink an energy drink and it doesn't do a damn thing to me not yeah. even a little bit yeah same with I, I can drink coffee before bed and have absolutely yep. no issue you guys are crazy it, it's really it's really more <laughs> the sugar for me than it is the caffeine like if i have too much like 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 right now i'm having like a, a, a whiskey and coke uh, i will have like this is my one 20 ounce coke that i'm gonna have today like i will have maybe three sodas in a week i have much more than that and my stomach instantly has issues just from the sugar alone that's this one yeah. ken ken's like sugar addicted but it's probably poison for them um, uh, and yeah. they don't seem to care, you know, after, after like, man, what, I cut 20 out, years I cut out it? the dairy, I cut out the meat, like, I want to eat some fucking sugar, I just really, and yeah, and then, then, yeah. you know, a churro comes around, and you're like, fuck, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 man, no, no, right, oh, yeah, I mean, fried dough, 
fried dough covered in sugar. What? Come on. You can't go wrong. You just yeah. can't go wrong. Like well, frankly, you could just leave the sugar off and I, this is the fried dough. I, just I, I am in. That's how I am. Sweet like, chili can... sauce or some hummus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. Right? No, we're, we are not your friends if you're trying to be, um, you know, if you're on a diet, of... this is the wrong people to be talking to. <laughs> oh, definitely not a diet. Like if somebody offers me a fried like pastry of any sort, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to eat it. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, going and seeing uh, Over the Hedge in the theater when it was there, uh, the first thing that hit me, and this is, I was in a, I remember it very distinctly. I was in a theater um, and it had been running for a while. So it must've been like a second run. Uh, and I was like one of three people in the theater, but the first song started and I recognized it was Ben Folds and uh, started my pitter patter. And back before I had the, uh, you know, because there were only three people in the theater, pulled out my phone and texted my friend Amanda Keith. And I was like, did you know Ben Folds? There's a song in Over the Hedge. And she just responded with the entire soundtrack is Ben <laughs> Folds. Buckle in. So... <laughs> Because we were going to see him like six months later in Iowa City. Um, so that was one of the things we watched again last night. And like, I just sit there and I bop along to it. Because what a <laughs> what a fantastic idea to have, you know, Ben Folds do your soundtrack. And then I researched it and found out he was actually tied into a record contract that he was trying to get out of. And he was, uh, he had to do five dedicated albums. And at that point, Rock in the Suburbs had come out. Um, and basically the studio was like, well, we want you to do a soundtrack. And he was like, he basically made it so that that soundtrack would count as one of his five that he had to do <laughs> one of his albums. So why not? Yeah, which is why he sounds super happy in it. Because he's like, I'm getting out of this sooner. This is 20% of the shit done I have to do, Yay. right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that we discuss Ben Folds. Because <laughs> love me some Ben Folds. Okay. Um, I uh, remember hearing Ben Folds the first time. I think it was in high school um, when, I, when I first heard him. And I don't remember what song it was. But um, my friends were just obsessed. And it was... Uh, it was something wholly new to me. And I also came from a really small town where like we didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of people talking about new music and stuff like that. We were pretty much a bunch of hicks that listened to a lot of country music and maybe some classic rock here and there. So going to a big school like that was kind of new and like hearing Ben Folds for the first time, I was like, oh, there's, there's good music out here that I have never been introduced to. And he was probably one of the first that, that I listened to at Manchester that was like, Holy shit. There's a whole new world of music out here that I've never seen or heard before. That's funny because for me, that was Tori Amos in uh in oh, the mid-90s and the which you hung on to which i have for, uh, like decades <laughs> yeah yes i have uh but uh and in fact i'd heard of ben folds five and i knew like brick but the first time i ever heard ben folds he was in concert with tori amos in uh the twin cities now it comes out there was a there's a tour. The reason yeah there was a tour called the A Lot of Pianos Tour, where both of them had their own pianos and they would, were doing their thing. And he opened for her. Um, and you know, I've been I've been hooked on him ever since. So well, but, that had to be an astounding show. Well, yes, yeah, Ben Folds open for Tori Amos. And 
did they i'm sure they played together at one point or another yep couple different and then there was like one song where uh, i think it was blood roses that tori does on the harpsichord but she sat she basically straddled her piano bench had one hand on the piano one hand on a harpsichord and was playing them both oh damn like <laughs> Hello, Spock. I don't, I, I don't know what the cat's actual name is, but he's wearing blue. So it looks like a Star Trek uniform. And he has pointy ears. And he has pointy ears. This pretty Racist. kitty. <laughs> it's a very pretty kitty. This is the naked kitty. Oh, yes. yeah. Hence Her name the sweater. Divine. Hence the sweater, yes. Yeah. He definitely needs one. We have friend. We have a friend that has two. Yes, Allison has two of them. Oh, I'm sure that at some point we'll end up with another. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cat you could be around. That's true. It is. Because I am allergic to cat. Well, actually, I don't Dinner. know. Do, do they do? I, I don't know this. Do hairless cats produce dander because they don't oh, have hair? They're oily. Yeah, they don't produce as much dander because they have like their their oil is like very much on their skin. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're pretty moist little creatures. Oh, well, oh. they're like Yorkies. Yeah. Because Yorkies are like that too. They don't have fur, they have hair, and they don't have yep. a lot of dander, and they have very oily skin as well. Now we're now, talking about mm. the complexion of animals. Yeah, now, now, <laughs> well, I mean, this is an animal-centric kind it of is piece. True. It is. And if and if Allison's listening, or I know Jason's listening, uh bring it up to Allison. Um, her her cats are also very moist, but they're kind of the ones that are like, I wanna I wanna I want to very violently love you. I want I wanna jump up on your chest, I wanna snuggle you. Oh my god, you're gonna snuggle, and then I'm gonna yep. sneeze in your face. Yes, yes. so accurate. <laughs> so sneeze. accurate. They're they're more allergic to us than we are to them. Oh, yeah. And she's, I mean, she's just like a, a sniffly little creature, uh, like just always. But um, she she likes to violently rub her face against your face when oh, she yeah. really wants attention. When she um, wants food. When she wants food or like in the morning when she begs you to wake up because apparently there's nothing else for a kitten to do early in the morning except for smack me. Like, wake up, wake up <laughs> yeah, that's, every that's, morning. That's what cats Apparently do. the hairless ones also really enjoy beards. Like they will snuggle yes, beards. That's true. Very much yeah. so. Yeah, that's what they yep. go for. Yeah, our friend Brandon is like, she'll come up to him and like get all up in his face. And he's not one for like having things right here necessarily. But it was really, really funny to see this like burly looking man look so lovingly at this kitten that's just like Aww. rubbing her face against his beard. <laughs> oh, it's just the cutest thing. <laughs> So, anybody else have uh, any topics for Over the Hedge? I mean, we we haven't really hit much, like, on the actual plot line of any of it, aside from the fact that animals are cute and we're eating a lot of snacks. Well, and there's not a whole lot of plot when you're talking about a comic strip. So, Well, I, I think that, primarily, I think that it's using animals to kind of point out the ridiculousness of popular culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, and... And the movie really makes a point of showing how humans have just completely steamrollered nature. Yes. And to the point, yeah, to the, to the point where they can't abide even seeing a creature from nature in, in their environs. Like the idea of seeing a wild animal in your yard is so wrong. Oh my God, them. I live right yeah. on the border of a forest and there's a right. squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Or, or in our area, <laughs> deer that decide. That yeah, they're... no, okay. And I do have to say that that's fucking weird. I mean, I live, <laughs> I came here from Chicago and I'm driving through the city of Cedar Rapids. I'm not like on the outskirts. I am in Cedar Rapids 
and like three deer just walk just, across yeah, the street just, in front of me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. They're neighbors. Yep. Well, and I, I, I came from a place where like, if you didn't see at least three deer before you got home, there was something the fuck wrong yeah. with what was going yep. on in nature. Absolutely. So, There's a bear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what? When, when I came <laughs> to Cedar Rapids and like, like actually lived here, cause my dad's lived here my whole life and I've visited frequently. But like when I came here, I was like, I don't, I don't really like living in the city. I don't, it's not my favorite thing to have all of the noise and sound pollution. I love seeing the stars. I love being surrounded by trees. Um, And so when I came here and I was driving through town and a deer I just like happened upon a deer at my side I was like it's a little piece of home this is perfect I'm okay with it now like we're good <laughs> listen no yeah. we're good it's, it's fine although I shouldn't complain because um no one will remember this but in the early 2000s there was a, a coyote that kept going into subway stores <laughs> like in the summer they would have their door propped open you know because it was hot sure yeah and there was a coyote loose in the city and for whatever reason, this coyote preferred Subway because it would show up at, su- it would walk, just like saunter into he a Subway. He only had $5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the craziest thing because, you know, of course the, the employees of the shop would like close themselves up in an office in the back because it's a wild animal in an enclosed space. You don't want to approach it. Um, but it happened. Excuse that- me, can I get some service? Right. <laughs> We know why you have been the sweeter white Italian cheese bread. That's right. I I want my BMT. I went home smelling like that at like every shift, every weekend. I smelled like it for like two and a half years when I worked there in high school. And if that doesn't bring out any wild creature that did like, like what? Did you have a lot of random like teenage boys following you home? Yeah. And not be like, oh my God, that smells amazing. Let's go. But after two and a half years of smelling like it, I would, I don't, I don't even like to go into Subway anymore because I leave there and I smell like it. Like, yeah. Nope. Nope. Can't blame you. Can't blame you. But I mean, I think that that's the perfect, you know, that's like over the hedge come to life. (laughs) Absolutely. The the coyote trying to get, you know, it's like Italian herbs and cheese, cold cut combo. 12 inch. I want a, I want a foot long. Give me a foot long. Extra beaten cheese. You can, can you imagine though, if that was actually what was going through his head at the time? And he's like, what the fuck guys? Why the fuck aren't you out here? Make me a goddamn sandwich. Right. (laughs) That sounds like absolutely an over the hedge uh, strip. Oh God. That'd be so entertaining. You could write that. There you go. There you go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So Ken and Regan, uh, having watched the movie, having been through the show, you get a newspaper randomly because for some reason newspapers are still a thing. <laughs> you get the comic section. Are you flipping right to Over the Hedge? I, did, I didn't I did know that this was a comic strip until you told me it was a comic strip. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, I thought that I loved the movie because of the fact that I've always been like a super lover of animals. And um, I honestly have not uh, much to research a lot of the things that I watch. I'm just like, oh, I enjoyed that. So mm-hmm. when you told me that, I was like, no fucking way. This is a comic strip. But now, <laughs> now that I have learned about that, absolutely. Absolutely. If I, if I know that that's where, um, that's where I'm going to find it, then fuck, I'll go buy a Sunday paper. Like now. <laughs> Awesome. All right. <laughs> Ken, are you uh, more likely 
to flip to uh, uh, an over the hedge comic now that we've discussed it for an hour? I feel like I I vaguely like remember it. Yeah. Now that now that I know it and now that I'm reflecting being at my grandparents and and reading the Sunday comics, I, I kind of remember it. But yeah, fuck yeah. I kind of wish I had. <laughs> This also opens the door to do a Boondocks episode. <gasps> yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I remember watching that at, like when I was young and like I had never seen Adult Swim and I went to a friend's house and Boondocks came on and I was like, "Oh wait, am I thinking the right one?" Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes. With the mouth it came kid. on and I was like, "Am I supposed <laughs> to be watching this?" Right? <laughs> but as an adult, I've seen a few of them and I'm like, "Okay, this I I wish that I had watched more of it. I still yeah. wish I yeah. maybe we should." Yeah. yeah. You want to start a ride, just throw a folding chair. <laughs> <laughs> So Bear? Uh, I'm right there uh, with Regan. Like I, I did not realize that this was a comic strip until we were sitting down to plan out the season. And you're like, are, are you shitting me? This was, this was where? Because my comic strips back home, I, I pretty religiously read the paper for the comics. And it was like, you know, it was Doonesbury. It was Calvin and Hobbes. It was Rygar. Garfield. I didn't What's Rhaegar? Or Hagar. Hagar the Horrible. Hagar, yeah. Hagar the Horrible, yeah. yeah. Rhaegar was the NES <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? What are you talking about? Um, You know, stuff like that. It was Family Circus. It was... Which is the worst? It was Garfield. Garfield. Family, family Circus fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's never fun. Yeah, no. What was, what was the comic that was the little... Like, it was like a cat and like a little cat and a little dog and they were like best buds or something. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember the name of that oh, one either. No. No. Oh, Mutts. Mutts. I loved that comic so much. I remember doing an art piece of it when I was young because I just was in love with it. And there was just one that I thought it was like, do you want to play kitty? It was like the cat sitting up going, do you want to play kitty? And I thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the whole world. (laughs) And now I really want to read the comics just so that I can see what's going on. Uh, There you go. Yeah, no, seriously, I, I, I did not even realize that this was a comic strip. Uh, is this, is this still, is this currently still running? No idea, because I didn't know it was running before. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I think it is because I saw when I looked it up today, there was like the comic of the day. And well, for our listeners, was... if you're, if you know it's still running, send me a, you know, shoot me a, a new comic strip. I want, I want to see the new stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely keep reading if I could, if I knew it was going to be like, like go grab a Sunday paper and read some more of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jen. Um, yeah, and I'm actually looking up uh, another comic that I really loved because okay, no, it's a di- it was a different author. It remind this reminds me a lot of Bloom County. Mm-hmm. Bloom County was a favorite of mine, um, and that was Berkeley Breathe 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 Breathe. Um, really crazy. Uh, build the cat, the like c- cracked out cat. See, I always confuse that with Doonesbury. I always yeah, no, same Doons- here. Doonesbury was very well. Bloom County was political as well, but yeah. Doonesbury was like straight on like 60s political mm-hmm. comic. Yeah. Um, but Over the Hedge reminded me a lot of Bloom County and I liked that. So yeah, I mean, it's we are not in an age that people have actual physical newspapers in their homes sent to their homes anymore. I mean, 
I think my mother still does, but I think she only does that just as a, like a community service. Yeah. For the delivery person and the newspaper itself. But yeah, I, I, I don't think that, you know, daily newspapers are a thing anymore, unfortunately. Right. Right. Which is, well, now we have like web comics, yeah. you know, we have like PVP yeah. And, yeah. and things like that. Red versus blue. Red versus blue. Well, red versus blue. Is that still a webcomic? That was a web series. For a while. I don't It was never really a comic. It was always yeah. a series. Yeah. So um, the one that I have is the fourth volume uh, of four. I, I do think I'm going to go back and get the first three because it's a it, it belongs next to my Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and you know, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a feel good kind of uh, kind of just I don't feel like reading something heavy. I just kind of want to chuckle a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to flip through. But it's still making adroit commentary on, well, at the time, popular culture. Right. It's light humor without being mindless humor. We all got to love that. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my, that's my CW shows. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's another story. That's for another episode, folks. Uh, or when I'm gonna go, or when I'm gonna go through my newest watch through of Dawson's Creek. That's my. No, I won't be there. Go. But oh my gosh, life. that sounds like a treat. No, there you no, go. see, no. Oh, see, post- I guess I'll watch it by myself now. <clears throat> or Riga post pandemic. You can come over. We'll open some wine. We'll watch the creek together. You, that you sounds can, fantastic. You two can watch that. The rest of us will go sit out in the backyard and smoke cigars and drink bourbon. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Well, Regan and Ken, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this was yeah. a treat, and I'm glad that we could spend a little time in uh, in the pandemic. Uh, you know, hopefully we see the light at the end of the tunnel soon, and we can hang out. Um, that sounds lovely. There's going to be a big damn parties this year. Yeah, there are yes. going to be big, big damn, damn parties. parties this yeah. Year. yeah, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers heavy for that because Halloween's need... just gotta happen this year. I know this last year was so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. In my uh, my WrestleMania party is instead going to be moved to the fall and be an AEW party because that's the better wrestling right now. Uh, so, so you know, we'll, we'll bring that back and a bunch of food and people who don't normally even watch wrestling just being in a room, hanging out, meeting new people. So yep. it might have to be the return of my New Year's Eve parties too. There you yeah. go. So, uh, well, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. We we had a great yeah. time. This was this Good. was super fun. It's a first for me, but I'm I'm super excited that you guys thought of us. So thank you. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, please tune in next time when we will be doing the old guard. Old yes. guard. Yeah, we had That's to uh, yeah, we had to reschedule, but um our friend with uh with the other hairless also cat also with Allison, the hairless cats, Allison. The the hairless cat named Bowie uh will be joining us uh but until then take it away vandello come with me i'll tell a story that you might have heard before graphically novel but the same old trouble villains always not at the door pretty pictures on the page but nothing ever stays the same come at me 
I'll show you something you ain't never seen before. Right or wrong, oh, can't we all just get along? My mask is no different than yours. Pretty pictures on the screen, but nothing's ever as it seems. Don't want to see my 